This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Now we know what Scott Duxbury meant when he said hello high water. We had the high water for certain. An absolute crazy first, what, 20 minutes, 23 minutes. Saw us, saw us going ahead in something like the third minute with a sublime passing move that, that came about from us winning the ball back on the left, pushing it across and, and a series of, uh, of passes across the edge of the box to Imran Loser, who finally gave it to Tom Ince, who, 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 who finished really with some aplomb and we looked to be in the ascendancy at that point. West Brom, in fairness, didn't look like they got a huge amount to hurt us with, apart from this long curl ball down the right-hand side. But boy, did we manage to make a cods of things at the back, overplaying in the wrong areas. Loser, as good as his pass was for the goal, put us into trouble in the at the back. And then when we did manage to get the ball out, a pass out from, from Dan Backman to Ngakia, uh, again, we made a cods of it and it gave a free kick away. The free kick basically was dispatched by by John Swift. Anybody who saw that, I didn't see if it got a deflection from where I was, but it, it looked like it went through fairly, fairly, um, a fairly tame wall by the looks from where I was, but I was down the far end. If you were in the rookery and you saw it, or if you were anywhere in the ground and you saw it, do let us know. If you were at home watching it, I imagine a number of people would have been looking at the weather and quite rightly making the choice not to travel, to be honest with you, because it was pretty ghastly there. And that proceedings didn't improve when West Brom got their second in three minutes to go 2-1 up. And I think we all thought, well, this is going this is going <laughs> completely squirrely. And then a great shot from from Matthias Martins to make it 2-all. But thereafter, the game settled down and then went into a second half whereby, well, it felt like somebody up there was trying to fill the pitch like it was a swimming pool or something. How the two got away with, with playing the football that they did, fair play to them to them both, but I thought we looked like we were out outdone by a team with more championship experience, more nous, certainly more power and certainly more pace. And we just seemed to play this. We, we were playing this kind of ticky tacker again, uh, a, a little bit too much for my liking, but enough of me. What do you think is the question? We're sitting 14th. Uh, both us and West Brom have got absolutely identical win draws and losses. We've all drawn three we both won two and we've lost two so let's see let's go to let's go to the big Lebowski who was very who was very graciously giving his ticket away to to, to people on Saturday I don't know if he managed to get through the monsoon but Brett sir did you did you get in, a, in an arc and come to Vicarage Road or do you watch it from afar that, that massive night Pete massive night right two things I broke my bunker cherry I, I actually called Carl 
while I was walking down Vicarage Road for the sole purpose. He's like, all right, mate. I was like, it's a bunker over here. So I don't know. I'm in market, in the market. Anyway, went to the bunker, saw Justin and Carl Campion and met Ben, the famous Ben, who all, all scores are, are resting on, right? Ben, racing Ben. Who, who made oh, that promise oh. about not coming, right? I met Ben, it was brilliant. And, and we had a massive chat. And we, because we were in a chat, we missed, there's no way we're going to score so early. So we were just finishing our beers. <laughs> and we, I, I think he might have got the goal because he was in the, in the Graham Taylor. But anyway, so that's massive. And then what I thought, when I'm watching the game, I'm very sweary and very frustrated. Good man. But when I, I walk away and I think... We would have bitten the hand off Gino to have performances like this, like for the last two years. Let's put it in perspective. If you said, do you want to see your players trying and look like they're going to score lots? So I'm actually really, I think the bunker set me up. And then I'm really positive about watching this because it's exciting. Four goals. So how do you feel, Pete? Is your heart all right? My heart's all right because the second half basically seemed a, a yeah it was a bit we we were less creative we couldn't get the ball to stick we you know, still looked like we could score though oh yeah no I th- I thought what well, there were there was interesting things as ever when he uses the bench yeah. he uses the bench to try to make things happen it isn't always going to work but he's going to try it personally for me I thought he had the wrong start in two fullbacks um, that's but, what what that was the question why. Well, for for me, I would say that Morris started because this is Lewis's first or second game back in literally what four days. For he, he hasn't right. played for an absolute age. They're going to be trying to work out his what they call load, and they always keep going on about going into the red zone and all of that. So I think Don't it's talk about be, load. Yeah, 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 anyway. yeah, fair play. It's trying to make sure he's not going to break down again. So they're trying to retain that. And bearing in mind he's coming back but in a week. Both goals were their fault, right? It, it, yeah, it was. It, it came down that, to that them. was the frustration well, because after how Andrews played, it, it was like, oh, why? Well, yeah. I hear you. The first one for me, and it'll be interesting to see what everybody else thinks, because don't take my word on it, because I'm just a... Definitely don't take mine. Well, no, exactly, but I'm just the idiot in the middle here. It's about everybody else's views that matter. But if you broke it down in there, loser's errant pass, which caused it to go out there in the first place. Backman, do we always have to... He's being asked to play that way. It's not a fault of his, but he plays this kind of dolly drop ball out to Ngakia, whose touch was awful, went away, and he was trying to make up for it by getting the free kick in uh, by getting the challenge in for the free kick so uh, was it good oh I don't know I just wanted Andrews on to force Matt Phillips who was their left back their left winger back the other way a little bit because he seemed to be coming on to us and Ngakia he'll dig in and be defensive but he won't give you something going the other way was it both fullbacks I didn't see enough of the second goal but it, it looked like Morris didn't cover himself in glory from what I saw. No, but I lo- he lost it, yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. look forward to seeing it again because down the far end and watching it through the haze of rain that was covering it from the far end, I'll look forward to seeing it. But it's just the fact that you would ideally, if fitness weren't an issue, I think you'd go with Andrews because he gives you more running going and forward. Lewis. And Gakia doesn't. And Lewis does the same. They look like pros. And it's like Lewis and Ince and... Andrews, that they've looked like they might do something. Well, I, th- I thought uh, confidence. 
I, th- I thought looking at West Brom, and we always give credit to the opposition rather than just go all the time. Well, somebody has to, so I do it always, and then everybody else can go, no, Remnant, you're talking rubbish. But to my mind... West Brom looked better in the periods when they didn't score. We were the ones who caused the downfall in terms yeah. of the, the, the two goals, but they looked—they probably looked at, at from two all onward. I thought they looked more dangerous. Dan Backman made a couple of outstanding stops. He does. In credit to him. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's face it. Along with the dodge. Well, yeah. Let's face it. If you're going to call you out, you take the good with the bad. You're going to yeah. call out the dodgy. You've got to call out yeah. the positives. And yeah. a lot of people go, "Yeah, he's a good shot stopper. He's a goalkeeper." He kept us in it, right? That's the there goalkeeper. Was that one massive save that definitely kept, kept yeah, us in it. Very much. Very yeah. much. I've got a couple of things for you, Pete. Go on. Right. Off you go. One, one. The main one is Charlie Sean's son pointed out the fact that there's people at the front of the Elton John that's not covered. Yeah. Wearing ponchos sitting in that rain the whole game when there's empty seats. And we thought we could have a shout out to them and ask them why. Why do you do that? It's like an endurance, like the Marine. We're like, why are they there? <laughs> Literally getting shot on. It's hilarious. It, it is odd. It yeah. is odd. You are in a stadium. But don't forget, of course, we enter into the stadium of strange stewarding. Oh my god. Where you're not allowed in into seats and areas that aren't yours. So you oh. sit where you're sat. Yeah, it's the uh, the fascistic order that we've come upon. Yeah. And also the stewards come out when it's shitting down in case we do a pitch invasion at two all. Brilliant. Okay, so what else did you want to uh, say about? another question, but I can't remember. And I just want to... Oh, I'll tell you what I wanted to say. The Do Not Scratch Your Eyes link. Like, I meet Ben tonight. I go into the bunker for the first time. Like, you guys, I just wanted to give you many blessings for the community building that you do. Because it's changed my experience. And, again, I meet Ben. To, oh, you're Ben. Oh, my God, it's Ben. <laughs> and then she chats Carl and, and Justin. It's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, well, and by the way, can I just say Wendover's get? I only saw him for a couple of minutes, and I never got to say anything. He's pink shirt, blazer. He's obviously cut, come off a business meeting. He looked absolutely spiffing tonight. So just a big shout for the Wendover get sartorial get up. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Greg, you're getting sartorially called out yeah. as a fop and a dandy. What? I'll what hand you, you over. <laughs> Any blessings? All right, Brett, we'll catch you later. See you, boys. Thanks, guys. See Thanks you soon. Love, yeah. Lovely stuff. There, there, there goes Brett. There you go. You saw you're a fop and a dandy turning up to, yeah. to the game. <laughs> I've been into town today. I had a work conference. Had to. I got the train train back from London, and a mate is kindly driving me home now. I hope you weren't so carrying a laptop, yeah. and if you were, I hope it was inside of an A4-sized no. bag. No, I didn't take my laptop with me. Enough, enough of such nonsense. What, what, of such did, what did we make of the deluge of goals in the first half? You see what I did there? And then obviously the deluge of rain in the second. Go on then, mate. What did you reckon? Well, my favourite TV programme... Oh, hello. Is, We're going is, off on a tangent, everybody. Go on. ...is Minder. Dennis Waterman era... Not Gary, whatever his name was. They had a character in, in that called Self-Inflicted Sid... And he later just became self-inflicted. That's what I'm calling Watford at times, self-inflicted. Can I just say, can I just say, if this is possibly the most niche call we've ever had, (laughs) Minder, which for about 80% of everybody listening, they'll be going, well, people of a certain age, we'll all get it. Then you don't only call out Dennis Waterman, but the bloke that everybody just remembers as Gary, who played the role for And then a sub-character in... 
said, said oh, that's very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is a bit self-inflicted, isn't it? I mean, self-inflicted, it's, it's not. It's not that we can't play football. It's where we're playing that high-risk football. Yeah. And it, it's just, are we? have we got the players to make it pay off, i.e. to be able to play out from those areas? And then I.e. the idea or the concept is relatively simple. We're going to try and entice them in. They were going to play around their press and go, well, they pressed us today. And we didn't manage yeah. it in in the important periods. And we, we presented them with their chances. Not that I'm saying they didn't create chances. They created chances when they didn't score more than, yeah. more than when they did, in my personal opinion. But we, again, just made it that little bit easier for them to get into the game. Fair play when we got the second one back. And they immediately went back to the goalkeeper, went back to, I'm just going to take three quarters of an hour to take a kick again. They, it seemed right. like it almost looked like they were uncomfortable leading at one stage. So Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, no, no. You know, as I said on Saturday, there's nothing wrong with mixing it. No problem with playing it out from the back. But occasionally, there's nothing wrong with Rosette. Occasionally, there is nothing. Because as you said a few weeks ago, Pete, the opposition can't score from Rosette. I thought, it was a bloody good game of football, though, wasn't it, Pete? Oh, yeah, I thought it, it was, was good. A, it was, it was a good game of football. I Looking at the Kone stats. was excellent. Oh, Kone. Yeah. Kone. We, yeah, we have to talk about Kone, as that book said. Or was that Kevin? One of the two. I thought it was it, excellent. It, apart from that, he should have scored. But yeah. apart from that, thought he was superb. Well, he was an engine room. He used the ball well. When he got through, at least he was making that run from central midfield, yeah. which we haven't seen a lot of really since the first, what, 49 seconds of the start of the season against QPR when yeah. Deli Bashiru went through. We haven't yeah. seen enough of that. He uses the ball. He's got that lovely little, when he's got his back to goal, going one way and then fainting and coming out with the ball yeah. very nicely. It's going to be awful when he gets caught with one of those, but in the meantime, but that game, and he was... I would suggest he was our dominant midfielder in there. We had 65% possession. We had the ball two minutes for every time they had it for one. Shots we created at 12, but only shots on target were four. They only had seven, but shots on target five. We come back to a little bit like when we were talking about the number of fouls against Birmingham, really, and saying, yeah, "Yeah, it's not about the number. It's about how how good those chances were, how bad those fouls were on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, no. Their 21 was decent, wasn't he? Which one was 21? Which one was 21? 21. Lad with the... Uh, oh, Thomas Asante, yes. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was decent. He was very good. He was a little He was a little live wire. Um, quick, quick. But if you looked across their midfield and forward line, they had Darnell Furlong, who we've long coveted because of his association yeah. to yeah. Paul Furlong as much as anything else. They had Jed Wallace. They had Yokuzlu, who we were linked with, I think, at the start of last year. Molumbi, yeah. who's good. They had Phillips, who's good. They had Asante, and they had Swift. They had a front seven that was really quite impressive yeah. and I think in the second half that experience because all of those have got an awful lot of, of well not just uh, I think so, a couple of those have got Premier League experience and top tier I thought they did a good job on us in the second half but um, yeah they, they were able to bring Bauer on off the bench who is a bloody good player at this level I thought they weren't a bad side and to be honest I thought it was a good game I thought as I said at the, at the top self-inflicted Worried about Saturday, Pollock didn't look great, did he, when he came on? Didn't look great. Would you drop Sierra Alta in there and bring on a Livermore or a KMB into the central? I think I might, Pete. I was thinking that. Though Sierra Alta is playing very well in that position, 
I don't know about Pollock. I don't know about Pollock. I might bring him back and bring Livermore in. Not sure. Because Leeds, Leeds, Leeds are decent up top. I'm, I'm going to make my call on this. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I would keep Pollock in there because I would honestly yeah. suggest that. Well, because uh, otherwise, what's the option? You drop a Pollock. <laughs> I, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been working on that all night. No, yeah, no, yeah. I would go with that because I think Sierra Alta is worth his weight in there personally, and it, it's always nice when whoever is the outside centre back pushes out he immediately drops in and, and fills in and if you remember that that goal that we conceded to Vidigal of Stoke that's not yeah. what Livermore does he doesn't think about what's going into yeah. the box and, and Sierra Alta does but hey it's all for us to debate it's all for us to debate Justin sir what did you make of, of things what did I make of Greg's jacket you mean oh yes <laughs> sartorial <laughs> elegance of Greg is, is a theme for he you said it he said it didn't bloody fit me he said it doesn't fit you Greg that's, it didn't fit you. No, yeah. He didn't say it didn't fit. He just said he didn't fit you. That's the difference. He said to me that it once fitted me. <laughs> oh, I would say Greg, it's a Bastard. bit of fun, the old mate. It was, it was, listen, it was lovely to see you. It was lovely to see the big Lebowski. It was lovely to see, and now my mind's gone blank. Everybody bit, else. Uh, yeah. Exactly. One thing I need to just talk about, I'm not going to talk about the football really because it was 20 minutes you could have gone home really, couldn't you? When you go in now with your um, phone and you, you tap on the thing and your name comes up on the display in front of you, I need to tell you about who was in front of me today and if Carl Campion hadn't seen it... Red light thought, camera ahead. Greg, <laughs> you're not in a bus lane, are you? No, no um, bus lane. I'm not even driving. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? You're a Tesla. The, uh, the guy in front of me, and Cole Campion will back me up on this, was called Alfie Bumface. <laughs> that was this guy's name. Now we need to find Alfie Bumface. So if Alfie, Alfie Bumface, Bum- could you? Yeah, Alfie Bumface for sure. Cole Campion saw it, and we both went. Did you see that? So let's try and find him. I'd like to talk to him on a podcast at some point to find out a how he managed that, and b what his real name is. Um, Bullshit. No, mate, honestly... Alfie Bumface. I saw it with my own eyes and so did Cole Campion, yeah. Yeah. Alfie Bumface, yeah. Can I just jump in as an arbitration? If there is somebody and they have got their name popping up on the screen and it's Alfie Bumface... Well done. Well done, everybody. Alfie Bumface, that can't be bad. Absolutely fair play. Absolutely. Yes, I will talk about the football very quickly. A very exciting view. 20 minutes, was it, with the two all? The yep. score was settled. You're giving away a free kick like that was a bit silly. You're going to give a free kick away there. You expect a, someone to have a shot on goal. They did and they scored. I thought Martin's goal was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I thought Incy's goal was great, to be fair. I thought it was two very good goals for Watford. They're, they're, the second goal, was it? It was a bit, went across the line a bit slow. One of those sort of slow motion type goals that you go, oh, no, that's going. In. But yeah, the rain was horrific. But there you go. Lorraine, um, who's the I don't know her personally, Greg. Obviously, but doesn't get any no, better. Everybody doesn't, doesn't get, get any better. better. But I, yes. So there we go. That was my very short appraisal of this evening. Mainly, Alfie Bumface made my evening. There we go. Good stuff. There's a phrase I don't use Good very stuff. often. Greg, sir, are you heading up to Leeds? Heading up to Leeds, taking Mrs. W away for the weekend. We're staying in the Jury's Inn. It's now called the Leonardo Hotel. Oh, you know how to treat a girl, don't you? Yeah, she's going shopping in Leeds City Centre with, with my mate's wife jacket. and oh. her at the game. We're going out on the town in the evening in Leeds. Leeds, beware. Well, I'm, yeah. anybody, anybody travelling up to Leeds, you know where Wendover's going to be if you need a bed yeah. for the night? Obviously, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look out for a man in an ill-fitting jacket. He'll be there. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Greg, well, look, have a safe journey up there, All sir. Right. You take Justin, care. Justin, you're and... a bastard. See you later. See you later. You know I love and... you, Greg. You know I love you. And ev- <laughs> everybody drive safe tonight because there are puddles in the extreme, especially if you're going through some of those dark lanes. Just, just drive safe. Hello, my name's Chris Stark. I'm from Peter Crouch Podcast, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Podcast. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sean, sir, how are we doing? Hello, you there? Oh, yeah. Hi, yeah. Hello, I'm mate. Fine. How you doing? I'm very well, thank I'm you. I'm navigating every... around all these uh, oceans that are yeah. appearing around the Amersham area. And surely would. Surrendous. Been sideways twice. Oh blimey! Well, you just you concentrate on that more than anything, please. But what 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 were your takeaways from the from the from the Vic Ocean Oceana tonight, mate? I'm just confused. I've come away really confused, asking myself loads of questions, and I just don't know the answers. Oh, were West Brom really shit, or did we make them look bad? I didn't think they were the greatest tonight, and yet they had the players there and I didn't think we played badly and so that's got to be a good thing and then I look at the way we played and I thought I think we actually played all right I thought we I thought we played well and and like people have said we'd absolutely die for that over the last two years it's exciting we do definitely look coached we look like we've got people that are putting the effort in and we're sticking to a game plan and, yeah, I'm just a little bit gutted, really, because we just seem to be giving soft goals away. Tonight was definitely one of them ones where we started with the wrong fullbacks, and I'm sure that as the season goes through, that will come off. But I do the inverted fullback. I think it works well when we go up the pitch. Sadly, the two lads that started are not good enough with mm-hmm. the ball to affect that position. We, your advantage playing that inverted fullback is you want a baller. You want someone who, who can take a touch and feed a pass and get a shot away. And sadly, Nagakia and Morris just aren't, aren't good enough ballers to, to give us that advantage when they come and, and invert. And it, that's really disappointing because obviously, the, the, well, the best person I've seen in that sort of position is the Femineers and the Ferreras. And it, it's a shame. You'd love to have seen those players and, and even the Yamats going back a bit, you'd love to have seen them playing in that sort of style. 
but it's it's there and it's it, it's it's positive and and I'm much much happier watching that than than I've been for the last couple of couple of seasons. There's it's just one thing that's really bugging me that I really hope we don't start doing. What's that? We we just got to that stage in that last third, and when we approach the last third, we're just turning down little risky balls, little through balls, little moving the ball through the phases quickly. We seem to be just falling into the trap where we'd better hold on to it because possession's key. And when you start doing that, you're not taking risks and you do need to. Bayo, when he come on three times, he would lost his man and he was gone. We wouldn't give it. We just didn't feed it. And I just hope we don't turn into that team where we really are looking at possession amongst everything. Because if we don't take risks, it isn't going to pay off because team we're allowing teams to, to, to just fall back. But good, happy. Good stuff. For me, obviously, we've got and we've we scored. He scored three and three now. Yeah, you know, Melita Rajevic. What do we need to do to give the man some service? Because I thought he was his work with back to goal and coming into midfield was nice. There was a couple of errant passes, but there always will be. But what do we need to do more to get him into goal scoring positions? Well, the difficulty with the last time I spoke to you, it was after his fifteen minute cameo, and he was the white bayo. Mm-hmm. He that man will score goals because. He loses his man and he makes the movement. But you're right. And and the difficulty is with the system that we're playing at the moment with this inverted fullback, it's those men that come into the pitch that are unmarked, hence why we're overloading that area with the fullbacks. It's them, it's those players that need to link and push this ball through. We're not doing it. The, the first goal we scored was fantastic. It looked, almost looked like it was too easy because West Brom just set so far back but he, he's a good player and, and he didn't get a lot of the ball today And we, but we're not we're turning it down Bayo in fairness he was only on for that 10 or 15 minutes he did the same he was in the right pockets the right channels making the right runs he was losing one defender heading towards another they didn't know who was taking him we just didn't feed the ball and I, I think that just comes from that that possession mentality where people are looking and thinking shall I feed it no hold on I'll keep it and turn and, and lay back again. It's risk. It's just risk. It's just yeah. risk. Well, it, and it's it's about being on the front foot. It's about taking that risk and in the right areas. I think the problem is is where we all get where we all get twitchy um, in the Alex Ferguson area is uh, is when we when we take the risks in the wrong parts of the pitch. It's one of those. Sean, sir, go and drive carefully, sir. Go and drive carefully, and everybody there. Do mind out for those puddles because we don't want anybody. We don't want anybody not being available to to get to Leeds on Saturday just because of this rain. Ben Pegram, I'm just going to come to you, but first of all, Carl, sir, are you are you in the market tavern or are you just outside of it getting drenched? No, I'm in the car off the off the soda today, driving home. Just talking about being wet. We've just witnessed somebody take on a puddle down the back lanes near Chorleywood, and unfortunately. Their car is now about three foot in water. So, yeah, so it is bad out there, ladies and gents. I'm now wetter than wetter than an otter's pocket because of that. Yeah, not good out here. Not good. But yeah, uh, all good football wise. Really, just on the back of, of, of that last call, it was the, the fullback choices were wrong from the very off. We just did. They just didn't look comfortable at all. But I, I agree with you, Peter. I think what do we have to do to feed our strikers? Because it, it, that was lacking today. But overall performance-wise, I thought, you know, we did all right. 
we uh, we probably made West Brom look a little bit better than they are. But the in in terms of what what do we expect this season? I, I don't know. I, I I think the football's really exciting. We would have given our right arm for this last season just to have that type of football. So I think we've got to take it little steps. But overall, I've had no beers. I'm not going to Leeds on Saturday. I've got other things to do. That's my parking sensors. I apologise. Turn them off. But yeah, no, all good. You're going. To, you're going to Munich, aren't you? To see. To see. Yeah, and you, you are going to Bayern Munich to see the vanquishers of Manchester United this evening. I am. Yes, I am. Fly out on Friday. Very quick stop over to Munich for a little bit of work and then we're going to see Bayern Munich versus I can't pronounce them some German shit team Bremen Bremen I don't know them Werder Bremen uh, and then back up no it's not no I'll text you afterwards Peter because I can't fucking remember you've put me on the spot now how dare you <laughs> I do apologise I don't know what I was thinking yeah I know how dare you how dare you and then yeah back on Sunday it is it's a, a quick whistle stop tour but yeah looking forward to that very good very good indeed I'm just trying to see it. Here we go. Bayern Munich. Oh, you're playing You're playing Bochum. There you go. Oh, that's it. I knew it began with B. Yes, 1848 Bochum. There you go. There you go. All right, mate. Well, look, have a safe journey both tonight and obviously over the weekend. Let's get across to Mr. Ben Pegram. Now, Ben, you and now, I both, both witnessed a game this weekend, which was under torrential rain, and we've had another one today, mate. Did you manage to float through either of them okay? I did just about, yeah. It was a, a great experience taking my my little one down to see the uh, the Watford women's play, and unfortunately not pick up the uh, the deserved point or three points. But yeah, it was a great experience to see the uh, the women advocate anyone that's got a little one or or a female in their family that's into football to go down and and definitely catch a game there because it was a, a good experience. Good stuff. What did you make of uh, of matters this evening? Well, this evening, so firstly, it was a shame we didn't make it down to the bunker. I am the one that Justin has forgotten because ben, of Alfie Bumface. I, I am so sorry. Oh, it's I'm fine. Oh, oh. I, to be fair, I would forget my own name for Alfie Bumface as well. Mate, Alfie Bumface. <laughs> but yeah, it was great, great to see all the work that you guys do, meeting Justin, uh, Greg, um, Brett, all, all the guys down there at, at the bunker. But in terms of the uh, the football itself, I think a few people have touched on it. I think the fullbacks in the first half were our kind of undoing. We did all the hard work. We made the two goals for ourselves and the, the fullbacks were the, the, the underpinning of, of what led us to... to to losing the, the goals in the first half. Mm-hmm. And I think we missed a bit of a trick there with Portius going off. I think that threw us and through our game, we didn't quite know what to do. Bringing Pollock on, it felt like Sierra Altov needed to look after him a bit. Whereas in front of Hoyt and Portius, he, he felt a bit more comfortable and going forwards. I think I was screaming for it. That was the opportunity to drop Sierra Altov back and bring Delhi Bashuri or someone with a bit more legs or, or or Dave, as we we like to call him, yeah. on to, to try and drive. So I didn't think we needed a, a defensive midfielder there. So I think that was a bit of an opportunity missed. Mm. And I think as well, touching on the, the bit with our striker, how has he scored on Saturday? He's banged it in from across. And we just didn't, we didn't seem to throw a ball in there. I'm not asking for our fullbacks or our, our wingers to throw aimless crosses in, but we didn't really stick anything in the box for him to go and attack. So I think there's a few... A few things that we can do there. I think we Ishmael's made some good subs in obviously at Saturday and, and other things, but I think we can be a bit more, especially at home, a bit more offensive and a bit more gung ho to to try and get those 
that win than those three points. A bit more on that front foot. Yeah. 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 No, no. I'd like to have seen a few more crosses in someone from midfield. I, I don't think Sierra did anything wrong, but I'd like to have seen him drop back in, us not worry so much because it looked like we was a bit cautious of the ball going towards Pollock and Sierra dropped in a few more times. But that could have been the time to put Sierra in there, put someone with a bit more legs in, in midfield and, and try and drive at them, especially in those weather conditions that it was it got down to a point where a mistake would have cost one one team and if you've got someone that wants to get the ball down and run at you and scare you who knows where the ball's going to pop off if even if you make a tackle very good very good no i think we did have a chat as well no one wants to be a ball boy a linesman or a goalkeeper in that weather um, they're all shit jobs, so we're all safe. It was horrific. At one point, my son did point out the fact that you could barely see the uh, the rookery end at one stage. It was like you you could, but it was like watching it through grey tissue paper. Fortunately, it then gave up a little bit for the last knockings as everybody left because, let's face it, from about... 50 minutes through till about 80 it was a horrible game to to play football in so fair play to them fair play to them Ben I'm so sorry we didn't manage to catch each other at either the the women's game or that game do me a favour if you will drop me in the DMs just drop me an address so I can pop some stuff through to your daughter because we I had some stuff with me but we just didn't manage to tie up on, on Sunday and it'd be good to get that through to you, to her and I've got a couple of people who also are looking for, for us to just send out and it's just something we do so if you want any of this kind of it's the badges it's the beer mats it's the all the little stuff that the fit it's in an envelope, to be quite frank, and we'll get we'll get some of that in the post for everybody. Just let us know. Just let us know. But Ben, legend, I really appreciate that. And no, I'll see you all soon. Absolutely, but we will then also tie up for a beer at the bunker or elsewhere. But absolutely, there 100%. goes there goes Ben. If you don't remember Ben, Ben managed to keep hold of Yao Pedro for us for an entire season. Top man. That may not be true, but never mind. We're going to go to Katie. Then we're going to go to Alex. Then we're going to come to Alan. Then we're going to go to Charlie. Then we're going to come to you, Greg. Those guys, we've got you requested. We know you're there. Do bear with us. We're just getting through everybody in order so that we can get to hear what everybody thought of what ended up as Desmond Tutu this evening. Katie, how are you doing? What did you think of tonight? Hello, I'm doing good. I thought the game was quite exciting, quite end-to-end, but again, we just make these games, we make them so hard for ourselves. But again, it's just individual errors coming, again, from Ngakia and Morris. It's just echoing what everyone else has said is so poor, and I cannot keep defending Ngakia anymore because every time he touched the ball, there was an error, something happened. I think the foul for the free kick, obviously you shouldn't be making a foul there. But I understood what he was trying to do in the sense that he was trying to make up for what he obviously did. And you think, oh, is it worth the foul if he was going to score? But I think he he shouldn't have done that. It was quite bad. But I just overall, I thought that they really let the game down and it did cost us in the end. But overall, I think we played well in the sense that we should have scored more goals. Oh, who was it now who missed? Oh, Kone missed that yeah. goal chance, which was so disappointing. And then it also, we hit the woodwork a bit later on as well. And we just, it's those, every game I feel like we say the same thing. It's like, oh my gosh, we should have scored more. We should have done this. And it's just like having all the possession is great, but possession doesn't get you the goals. I I, I will say that we look well coached in the sense that we look, we look like we know what we're doing, but at the end of the day, if you want to win the game, you have to score the goals. But I also think Backman kept us in there us a lot because he made some great saves. Mm-hmm. So overall, I was happy with the performance, but again, 
those games feel a bit more like a loss because you think, oh, it could have been, but it, it wasn't. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> we've had a number of games and uh, Valerian Ishmael has, himself has come out and said the things that have cost us have been individual errors. But, of course, if you keep making individual area, uh, errors, playing in those areas of the pitch, which we are insisting that we are going to do, because th- nobody's perfect, they're going to make errors all, all over the pitch. And if you decide that y- you're going to do that in areas where it's going to potentially hurt you, then that's going to happen. I was chatting to somebody and saying, look, if you, if you were juggling your house keys over a storm drain, you make a drop, that's going to go down the drain. That's where it's going to hurt you. Whereas the, and I'm not sitting there saying, let's hoof it up or anything like that. I'm just saying, could, could we maybe just, it's a tweaking of the dial perhaps. Go and look to try to do that and move the ball forward and play a little bit further forward so that there's an opportunity and a chance to recover. Because every time, if we keep making these individual errors, are they individual or are they systemic? Yeah, and, and I think sometimes it is the poor decision making. Every time yeah. we play, it's oh, okay, people, players are getting themselves in situations where they are put under pressure, where they just they didn't need to. There was, like, with the own goal at Coventry from Hoot, didn't need to do that, poor decision-making, mm-hmm. didn't even think. A lot of the balls doesn't don't even look. We do all the hard stuff. We can turn the ball over, get in there, get in their faces, then the first pass is straight back to them. I think as well, Jamal Lewis, I thought he did well today, but every time he's passing the ball, it's always backwards, it's never forwards, especially in a game where we were on top for the second half. And it's 2-2, you want to get the goal. Every time when there's Bayo and everyone calling for the ball in front, he's looking back at Backman. And you could tell everyone in the crowd's getting frustrated because you're thinking, there's players here who are calling for the ball and and all you want to do is pass back. So I think that was the most frustrating thing. But I do think West Brom sussed us out. They kept quite a high defensive line and caught us out in offside quite a few times, which made it hard. But then I also think there was absolutely no service into the box. So I know people will say, oh, the strikers did nothing. But I thought he was in good positions the whole game. But no one's looking for him. No one's looking at the box. And I think that's why it's disappointing. And he didn't really get to see much of the, of the ball because no no one was seeing where he, when he was in the space. Everyone's look, not even looking up, just passing it, hoofing it. But I think it was just poor decision-making that really cost us today. Very good. Very good. A call to improve our decision-making. I think we also have to remember that, of course, Valerian Ishmael was at West Brom not a whole host of years ago. And I think one of the things that they did, we talked about their front seven. They had, I think they had the more powerful and they had the more pacey players, especially Asante. He troubled us. And if you look at Valball, and I know we don't play it traditionally because we play a lot more on the deck than they're used to, but still we get a numbers forward and they push the ball over the top and see whether or not they can run it. And I think that's what they were trying to do. Sorry, Katie, what were you saying? Was that the twen- the 21 guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was good. He was fast. It, and he was a box of tricks. He, he reminded me of the lad that we were going to be facing at Leeds. I can't remember his name for the moment. It, it, it escapes me. It will come. But we'll see. But, yeah, he looked, he looked like he had the one thing that we didn't have, which was pace. We weren't likely to beat them on the break until we actually bought on Bayo, who I thought who I thought also came on and, and tried to be a force for good, which is good anyway. Anyway, Katie, thank you ever so much for calling in. As always, lovely to hear from you. This is their known. But let's go to, a, let's go to a Alan Lathwell and see what see what he made of, the, of this evening. Alan, if you hit your mic button, there you go. And then we're going to come to Charlie and then to Greg. How you doing, Al? I'm all right. How are you? 
Yeah, okay. It was a it was an interestingly moist game in it was bonkers in the first 20 minutes and then it basically just became increasingly oh I don't know <clears throat> precipitous more than anything but, uh, yeah. but other than that uh, what did you uh, make of well, proceedings well uh, uh, with the forecast and with it being a school night and with it being uh, an absolute pain in the ass to get to from Leicester in midweek I just chose to watch it at home wise choice uh, today I'd say what really yeah, I think so. It's drier in here than it is out there. Although, judging from what I saw on the TV and what I see here, I don't think Leicester's quite as bad as Watford at the minute. But, yeah, I think it was one of those... First of all, I think what's really nice to hear is, over, overwhelmingly, the majority of what I've heard so far this evening from people contributing is quite positive. Mm-hmm. But I think we do start from a low, low base. I think it was so abject last year. It wasn't going to take a, a, a lot to improve from where we were. I I agree with what Katie says. I think we look coached. I think we look like we've got a plan. I just think more than anything at the minute, we're caught between two stalls at times. And I think it, it, they, they've had to take on so much information. And I, I think Valerian has, been, has tried to be very clever with the way We've set up and approached games. I, I do think it's going to take a few more games to get it right. And bear in mind that the players like and and Ryovich have only started coming into the team in the last couple of games. Yeah. I, I think it's going to take time. The overwhelming positive I took from tonight, particularly in the first half, finally we got to see what Kone is all about at long last we saw something from him because in in the time that that he's been at the club I've just I've wondered really what he's about and he's just frustrated the living daylights out of me but what was really good tonight was that he got into good positions he generally used the ball well I like the fact that he was prepared to come and get the ball off the back four we've had no one in Mill that's prepared, been prepared to do that for two years yeah and it, uh, it, it was just really encouraging. I thought the bits and pieces that Tom Ince did were, were good out on the right. I think he'll get better as he gets fitter. Uh, I, I thought to a man, out exception, the defence were dreadful. in it, All four of them in that first half. Although I do accept what others have said, I, uh, the bigger problem was in the fallback areas. And I would be inclined to agree that we possibly started with the the wrong players in those positions. And, yeah, I I think in the main, I I would say football is meant to be exciting. It's meant to be an escape from the mundane from everyday life. And whilst we we might look at the table at the moment and say, well, we're, we're around... 14th or 15th, wherever the hell we are. And yes, we arguably should have more points. The bottom line is football is meant to excite. And and at last this season, after a couple of three years of just torture so far, whatever way you look at it, it has been exciting. And the only game that really where we could point at and say, yeah, that's a hangover from previous seasons was probably... So, yeah, so half, absolutely. Yes, 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, we should have more points. Yes, there's a clear plan. I like the fact also that he's prepared to make changes early in the game to try and affect uh, the play and get a result. And also, I like the fact that he's prepared to pair Arajevic with Bio. They're very different kinds of forwards but but they've got attributes that I think we can benefit from so I I think there's reason to be positive I think once once we've got a more settled starting 11 and and the players improving those decision making skills during the course of a game Mm -hmm. I I think we'll get more points I I don't think there's going to be a lot to worry about really I don't think we'll be pushing for promotion but I, I think we'll be more than comfortable not to have to worry about getting involved in a relegation scrap I don't know what you think Peter really I, I I think in agreement with what most people have said, he's one that, yes, absolutely, the decision making has been the main issue, or the individual errors, how however you want to call it. I, I do wonder because, and, and I'm I'm not sitting here because, and I, I agree with you. What what's really nice tonight and all, all the time here is that it's it's not just a question of well, first of all, unlike the last seasons, we're not just sitting there going, well, do we think he's going to sack the manager? Do we know? No, we're not doing that for a change, which is lovely. Ironically, the the league position is the kind of thing that he normally would do. We're not doing that. We're able to talk about the manager and we're not talking about nobody's asking anybody to rip up the what they've done so far this season because I think we've seen mm-hmm. enough good to see there but it's if we were the manager what what would we tinker with how would we get them to stop making the errors in those areas and to maybe progress the ball further forward and I agree wholeheartedly with what Alex said about we didn't have the strongest of uh, uh, of transfer windows in terms of incoming we are absolutely we're going to be short and we're going to be threadbare but I have it on reasonably good authority that uh, and we heard from um, a, a little bit for Larry and Ishmael saying in the last week I turned down three players who we presume were probably loanees from the Udinese area, shall we say, because he wants mm. pe- he wants people who are on the bus fully committed totally. Um, mm. Is he'd rather have less players who are all committed rather than having a bloated squad where people get disinterested because they're not getting played, etc. It's a roller coaster. We're here for the ride. We're here for the ups as well as the downs. We can enjoy. And as you say, yeah. at least like a roller coaster, at least it's exciting. Even if we but- are going, shit, why did we do that? Yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. By the way, the the lead player you were thinking of earlier was Wilf Nonto. Nonto, Nonto that's it. That's, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, it, it's, so, when, it's uh, when there's a silent G in a name, I just go completely to pot. I can never say it. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm bound to make I, a ricket. The the worrying thing is, is that the, the the one thing I would add, if we don't show some unity or organisation in defence at Leeds. Is it Saturday we're at Leeds? It Saturday Leeds, yeah. Yeah. My worry is that Nonto and Hero will stick six past us. They've got to sort that out because that's going to be a real tough challenge Saturday. And I, I, right now I would settle for a point, but they've got to be defensively aware on Saturday because my worry is if we made the, the kind of defensive mistakes uh, on Saturday that we did tonight. I promise you they'll, they'll stick six passes. Yeah, well, we shall see. Alan, thank you as always, sir. Great call, great comments and great observations.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.